0: Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com. welcome to the life handmade podcast with scrapbook.com this is the show for paper crafters and i'm your host Stephanie Foster. Today, we are speaking with Katherine Tashtian. Katherine is the founder and publisher of Scrapbook and Cards Today magazine, which launched its first issue in spring of 2006. So they're celebrating their 15-year anniversary. We're so excited to be speaking with her. In addition to the magazine, Scrapbook and Cards Today magazine has a blog and hosts events that offer so much inspiration and fun ways to connect with other crafters. And you can also get the current issue when it's released for free on scrapbook.com. And we are just excited to be speaking with you today, Catherine. It's going to be fun. We've been a, a friend of yours for many years and just admired you from afar. So thank you for joining us.
1: Oh, I'm so pleased to be here. Thank you. Thank
0: you so much for this opportunity to be with you. Yes, we just love your magazine. If If people have not handled it and read it and just poured through it. It is the best to just sit down. I'm a paper girl. I have not gone digital with my books or my planners <laughs> or calendars. And so I love having it, the The quality of the paper, everything. So I'm excited to just dig into all of it. Um, before we get started, though, let's have you just introduce yourself a little bit and tell us how you got started in this industry.
1: Sure. So I'm Catherine Tashton. I did not come from a publishing background and you know it's a, a funny story how this got started but I have two children you know I just celebrated my 29th anniversary with my husband Congratulations. actually 36 years I met him when I was 15 so you can do that Matt <laughs> and uh um you know we have these two great kids 21 and 23 And a cute dog, Bella, that keeps us on our toes. You know, she's this little uh, 11-pound Malshi and uh, rules the roost, I think, as many would say their their fur babies do. Um, I got into the industry, I I guess. Well, I didn't really get into the industry. I just got into paper crafting when our daughter was born. So that was, you know, 23 years ago. I walked into a Michael's store and was just, uh, I wanted to to. To collect her memories and all. She was just six months old, and walked out of there with four sheets of patterned paper and two bottles of rubber cement. Oh, I <laughs> was very proud because I I went home and I very studiously went through all her the announcements and and gifts that were given and cards and fabric from her room and stuck it into this beautiful album that my husband had made for me and thought this is the greatest thing ever. I enjoyed recording all those memories. What I didn't understand anything about was archival and what rubber cement might do to said cards and announcements. So you can only imagine what those look like now. And in 2005, a girlfriend invited me to the Creative Festival in Toronto, which was this wonderful, huge event that had paper crafting and sewing and needlework and beading and quilting and it was just, I, I felt like I just walked into like the greatest place on earth. You know, some people think Disney's the greatest place on earth. In that moment, to me, the creative festival was the greatest place. And I discovered I had a local store. I had no idea. And I then the next day went to the local store after being at the creative festival. And I feel like, you know, like sometimes you just walk into a place and you know you're home. Mm-hmm. I was home. This was the greatest Community space. And I visited there a few times and suddenly realized the importance of um, archival. And having looked at my, as I picked up my daughter's scrapbooks once again, realized what had happened. And the acid was starting to leach. And unfortunately, the photos were destroyed. And, you know, that was happening really quickly. So it was great to get that education. And it, I think it cemented to me right in that moment the importance of the local store. And the importance of the community that happened there. And and I brought home their calendar. I wanted to take this card class from a designer that I had come to know more about. And I wanted to take a card class. So I brought home the schedule. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I had this late dinner one night. And he, of course, being in the print business, my husband's family was in the print business, kind of said, oh, my gosh. I think we could create something even nicer than that. Like, let's do let's create a promotional piece that, and I had another company uh, that did some PR work for a company, an agency downtown Toronto. And so we kind of just sat and brainstormed that night. And it was the funniest thing because it was going to be this little four page brochure, which then grew into, you know, I think an hour later it was now an eight page brochure. And then by about two in the morning, it was a 64 page magazine. Wow. (laughs) And. And that's it just, it just happened. And I say to anybody that has an idea, tell everyone you know. Tell every single person you know about the idea that you have. Because over the next week, I was just shocked by the connections. I reached out to people who knew something about publishing. I reached out to a local publisher who had a magazine. And, and I developed this idea that I wanted to do something that was free over the next 6 months we incorporated a company got a design team i put a team in place i got an art director and and of course my husband's company was in the print business so that that was really easy oh, to navigate helps. the print side yes. of things and i did i toured probably 40 local stores in in ontario canada which is where of course i'm just outside of toronto and went to their stores and and just did these week long road trips Uh, in these stores. And so I think that that gave me so much insight as to what would help them to market themselves, would help what they would like to see in the magazine. And and then we had a model that we were just going to distribute in these 40 stores. And about, I'm going to say it was about 48 hours before we launched the first issue, all of a sudden my brain is troubleshooting at 3am going, well, what if the local store runs out of copies? What if their best customer was away? What if now this is a customer service issue? And and so I get up out of bed. Well, first I wake my husband up and I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to put this online. Like This needs to be a download. And he laughs and I, I, well, maybe he didn't laugh, but he said, sweetie, It's like 3.20 in the morning, and I'm happy to discuss this with you, (laughs) you know, (laughs) over breakfast. And promptly, he went back to sleep. Well, I got up and I emailed my web person that was working on our website to get it ready for the launch and said, can we put this as a downloadable PDF? And he said, of course, that's, that's easy. And so we launched that issue on the Friday, and we launched also the free download so that no matter where you were in the world you could download the magazine and 15 years later you can download 62 issues <laughs> and often people will say gosh can i get that first issue and i say it was terrible i mean it really was terrible and and again you know another piece of advice for anyone who's starting anything is the first one should be terrible <laughs> it's okay <laughs> you know you you have so much room to grow um, when you don't come out with perfection, and it's really hard to to start something new and, and to be perfect. So, I'm so happy. It was humble beginnings. It was really humble. That's and that's an incredible story. Did, well, just to take <laughs> it, it happened really
0: quick. Yeah, but <laughs> to take it from that one idea you had sitting, you know, with your husband to just how many, how long before that idea until it actually launched? Would you say
1: six months? That's quick. Six months. And I remember a couple months after we had decided to start the magazine, going to the first trade show, uh, and it was in where was in Las Vegas. It was in Las Vegas, and I walked in to this trade show that was enormous. I mean, four football fields, four different like convention halls. And I remember thinking, I'm I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I why am I here? Oh. Like who, who thought I could do this? And and as much as much research as you do for things, sometimes you just you get some surprises. And I took my best friend with me, and it was so great because every aisle, she would say, "Just tell five more people what you're doing. Aww. Just tell five more people." And at the end of every aisle, I think I wanted to be sick, and she would say, "It's okay. Let's tell five more people." It's <laughs> exactly what we and need. I think- <laughs> Right. And I think I got a lot of pats on the head that were like, "Oh, what a cute idea, launching something for free." I don't get that and let us know how that works out for you. Wow. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was a, it was a it was not an easy start, but I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Yeah. Because it just makes you dig real deep and find the way. Find the way. I knew I had a vision and I knew it could work. I just had to prove it. So That is so awesome. And I
0: love that friend. (laughs) Just just talk to five more. Just keep going. Just keep going. Yep. You know, don't give up. And that's, I think we need a cheerleader like that, you know, all of us do in our life. Just keep going. All the time. Don't give up on your dream. That is so neat. So when you started out with the magazine, what was kind of your vision? What was kind of your hope that you were trying to fulfill with this magazine that maybe you didn't see in other magazines? What were you trying to fill?
1: Well, I wanted something initially that was Canadian. I wanted really for it. That was the initial vision. Mm -hmm. Like, Let's give these Canadian stores um, something really inspiring and really wonderful. And I think the vision really was about showcasing product, get people excited about product, show them how to use the product. Mm -hmm. There's so much of our industry that education is, is really important. And I know I wanted to just... I wanted to have that moment where I sit down in a chair and and I mean, Scrapbooks et cetera was my favorite magazine. Barna, mm-hmm. I mean, it was. I, I waited for that to come and 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 I remember thinking, you know, we'll never be a better Homes and Gardens publication, and that's okay. Maybe one day, but I really wanted to just give the stores a marketing tool to bring people into the store. And I, between careers, I had worked part time at Jamboree funny. I think I was in there often enough. They were like, if you work 10 hours a week, you get Get a 50% discount. discount." Exactly. (laughs) And so I, I was like, Oh, but they had some really great promotions, like the circle of friends where people were invited into the store at a certain time and you gave them something and it brought them in. And I remember sitting behind a cash register one day for five hours as, as they did this promotion. And, and I think lots of life experiences bring you when you're putting something together, you pull from a lot of different areas. You know, my husband had, uh, they printed a a dental magazine that was a similar model. And so he was able to speak to, you know, you want to talk to advertisers, they're going to support it. You know, the stores will put a small listing in the back and they will support Mm -hmm. it. And you should be able to cover your costs by, by doing this. And then I pulled in the idea of the marketing of, okay, stores, on this day, at this time, you can release it. And it's funny because when an issue goes live, they get an email from me two weeks in advance that says, on this day, on opening. So at the time, there was maybe seven stores in the Toronto market, and I didn't want anybody, if they got their shipment a day early, releasing it early, and maybe taking a customer from another store. And I was conscious of what they're, just kind of what they deal with too. And it was, it, it worked. I mean, that was the thing is that it worked. Maybe not the first issue, you know, maybe not the second issue, but by the third issue, people were starting to call. Is there yet? Is the magazine there yet? And we know that 15 years later, people still call the stores a week in advance. Going, Is it there yet? (laughs) So, and that way the stores could create an event in their store that day. They know they're going to be busier. So do a free make and take do, you know, put something in their bag that invites them back a, a few weeks later. And and so I gave them all these really good options to really use this. I used to tell them, put your sticker on it, put your store sticker on it and drop it at the local uh, pediatrician's office. Drop a copy at your local dance studio. Invite a new mom in. Mm-hmm. And I think I really wanted the new mom to have the education. I did not. And I didn't want that new mom to be sad because You know, these precious photos were now getting eaten away by rubber cement. That's right.
0: Great, great tool, yes, to educate people on on our scrapbooking and documenting. So that's wonderful. Uh, And now 15 years later, happy anniversary. It's incredible. Thank you. Why do you think your magazine maybe survived through the years when so many other publications um, did not? I think...
1: Well, there's a, there's a few things. And one, I had a husband in the print industry, so I got a really good deal on my printing. <laughs> that's great. So, yes. You know, that's the biggest expense of what we do. So that, that was really good. I think it came from the success has come from doing it differently. We didn't follow the model of every other magazine in this industry or other industries. We wanted to do something differently. And I continue to advocate to this day fiercely for this industry. I love every part of it. I love what it has offered to me, both in personal growth and business growth. And I, I've just stayed with it. We—I know years ago, magazines wanted advertisements, their advertisers to get their ads ready six months in advance. Well, our industry doesn't work that way, right? Mm-hmm. Like they don't know for an issue coming out eight months from now, what, they, what they're what they designing. right? Maybe it's not ready yet and they don't want to show it. So I said to everybody, we will work on a six-week timeline and your ads can come in and we will print and distribute in a, just a tiny, tiny time slot. And I think that started to resonate because what they were able to do is advertise the product that we're landing in the store right then. And then the store owner, something would be in the magazine and they could walk a customer right over to the shelf and say, yeah, we do have that collection right here. And so I wanted to give the, our advertising partners just a real option to show off their latest and greatest when it mattered, not when it was sold through And they were really just putting ads in for brand recognition I wanted to offer both. Much more relevant that way.
0: And let's talk just a little bit. If someone hasn't had the opportunity to see your magazine, um, you've got just so many different sections in there each time. What are just a few of your favorite um, sections in there?
1: Well, the sections we have are kind of the essentials. So it's all about the stuff. (laughs) We all need this yep. stuff. So I love that part of it because I love, we love looking at, we, I mean, it means we have to look at all the stuff, all the new and stuff, choose what we're putting in yes. all the new stuff. I love that. Then we go into our three T section tips, tricks and techniques, which you're just going to get a little more education in that area. Uh, we then go to our three eyes, which is kind of insight inspiration. And I love that because it gives us a little more free range in that section. And, then it's just more about is it more seasonal it's more it's just a little more themed and and then one of the greatest parts of the magazine actually is our readers gallery because we love when we put a call out and we get hundreds and hundreds sometimes 800 submissions of which we pick 17 or 18 it's got to be so it hard it can be a challenge yeah so hard but we love knowing that we've inspired our readers And, um, and then there's other departments, of course, it's the, uh, who we are and our editors note. And then in the end, you know, where you'll find all the different, uh, things we put in the magazine, whether it's printables or downloadables. And so there's this great page at the end called before you go, and it just leads you back through the magazine in case you missed, yeah, we had a cut file here and we had this here and, um, uh, you know, just and a nice quote and. Uh, it's a nice way to wrap up the magazine.
0: Oh, absolutely! And you do offer so many great free downloads, free cut files, um, so many resources on your website as well. So, and your website has a blog that is just so inspiring too. You've you've been keeping that up as Aww. well. Um, what what would you say is one of your your most popular sections on your website?
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely the magazine page, which is where you're going. When you land on that page, you're going to find the issue to download, whatever the current issue is. You're going to have a link to download any issue before that, if you want. Then it's got all the, the where the free files are. So the bonus cut files, the sketches. We've been working with Becky Moore from PageMaps for many years. Uh, in fact, she was our editor for five years and has just, we have a plethora of wonderful resource of Page Map sketches as well. And I know that's always a very popular one, yes. but you know, the funny, one of the more popular pages on our website is actually our directory, our online directory. So if people are going on vacation and they want to know where a store is, or if they want a link to a store to be shopping, they know to go on that on there. That's great. Um, and then of course the blog tab. And then we've got the whole shop SCT page and there you can find kits and stamps and dyes and uh, the magazine and subscriptions and Yeah. yeah, There's there's, there's a whole lot on there. (laughs) If
0: if anyone's having a brain fog or they
1: just aren't getting
0: inspired with maybe some pictures that they need to do a layout for, or even cards, you've got some great creative card ideas as well. Um, You've got so many ideas of different sketches, like you said, those page maps, um, ways to use pocket pages, ways to, I mean, you look at, a certain, um, some different products and then how three different people did three different layouts with them. I mean, everything is just so inspiring. So if you're ever in a rut, you can just open up or Uh-oh. go to your website and just find so many Thank ideas. You. It's been so fun to, to look at, Thank you. um, and you, you've mentioned a lot. You've, you do a, a crop, right? You, in the past, you've, you've done a lot of these crops in Canada um, where yep. you've had probably thousands, right, of crafters who come <laughs> yeah. and attend. Tell us a little bit about those.
1: Well, we'll start at the beginning. It was uh, 2011, April 2011, and I. I always say the four words that scares my husband is I have an idea (laughs) and and anyone listening to this that has done any of our events knows I, we laugh about it, you know, when Catherine has an idea and my family will know it's usually because I've been in the shower for about 45 minutes because (laughs) the best ideas I, I, I hope reader, you know, listeners will agree with me, but it's, it happens there. You know, there's no one banging at the door and there's no phone and no computer. and, And I think it's just a free, a real good free space to think. So I remember coming out of the shower, coming down, I think it was before dinner. And over dinner, I said to my husband, I think I'd like to host an event. And he looked at me kind of funny and he thought, he looked and he said, what do you know about hosting an event? And I'm like, Well, I don't know anything about hosting (laughs) an event. But I didn't know anything about launching a magazine. So I just need to learn. I just need to do some research and I need to learn. And we held our first Crop and Create event for 130 people in uh, Saskatoon in September 2011. So about five, six months later, we held our first event. And was it the best event? Again, it wasn't. We had some product that got stuck at the border. We had, I I mean, just some logistical challenges. Mm -hmm. And yet people who were at that event will say it was a good event because we just came into it saying we just want to do our best. We just want to be together. I mean, it's, we all work, my whole team works in a separate office. And so when I brought a team together, including Vicki Booten, who I know, you know, and has done of the in-person events of which we've done 54 of them. She's done 51 of them. Wow. That is incredible. And she was at that first event and we, we just loved being with the reader. I wanted to know who our readers were. And it was really important to me to get out and see them. I work in, I, I work with a laptop and a telephone and a piece of you know my planner beside me, and that's what I do all day. And so I thought I need to know who they are. Who are we reaching? Uh, what what do they like to do? What do they what are they scrapbooking? Mm-hmm. What are they card making? What can we put in the magazine? So it was kind of a little due diligence to say I need to know them. What I didn't realize and I didn't think would happen is I would come to love them and that that this 10 years has been a gift a gift the events are a gift are they a lot of work absolutely they're a ton of work we do all the kidding we do all the shipping uh, pallets go across Canada but I we walk into the room and it is like we are in a giant room of friends yeah and so the first, I'd say the first year of events was challenging until we found our way and figured out all the logistics. And I think every event we learn, there is even as we've done virtual events, we're learning. But the best part was the connection. And I think that we nobody would say they don't feel a real connection when they come out of that room. Oh, um, I'm sure. At the end of a weekend where there's lots, there can be lots of tears and there's, and I remember the first well, really the first five years of doing events, it was me saying, Vicky, go talk to them, go on the microphone. Go. So she would have to do the opening announcements and the closing. And I would step in and say a few things because, you know, I was a behind the scenes girl. And But it really was that community that brought me out. And and now, I mean, now they say, I'll say, listen, just sit back, relax. I'm going to be here a while <laughs> as we're wrapping up. The so um, it's but the power of that community. And I think that helped to make the magazine even better mm-hmm. because we just felt more in touch with the products. We were more in touch with the on-site stores that we invited to join us. And, and I invited them, you know, no payment required. No, I don't want a percentage of your sales. I just want you to be successful. And I want this the community to be thriving after we leave. I want them to feel so pumped and educated that they are excited to keep creating long after we leave. And that I think has been a really important part of, of these events is that it keeps people really engaged. So, and and I start every event where I'm like, put your hand up. If you think you're going to get everything done this weekend that you brought and the hands go up and I'm like, okay, now put them all down because you're not. So let's take the pressure off right now. Let's recognize that this is your weekend. And I always say, you've had to do something to get here. Maybe it's You've had to deal with children and, or a job, husbands, fur babies, parents. Mm-hmm. You know, you've know, you really had to carve this time out. So if you want to go have a nap in the middle of the day in your room, by all means, go do that because this is your weekend. And if you get three pages done, but you've chatted with your friends or you've shopped for all this stuff, then let's call that a win because yeah. that's the win is that you've just taken time to fill up your own cup. And so we can help fill up others when we are feeling you know, refreshed. Yes. So. Oh, absolutely. It's so great for,
0: for people to just step away from day to day to be able to yeah. go and do something they love and then to be sitting next to people who share that same passion for crafting or paper crafting. And um, it's just a wonderful event. I've not been to one of yours um, in Canada, but I have been to some crop events and it is just, there is an energy in the air. It's just indescribable. Everybody is so friendly and you make friends and you leave feeling just so connected to people. Like you said, there's that connection element.
1: And I think it's just like-minded all in a room. And I loved Heidi Swap came to, uh, has been to an event and she did this, a beautiful keynote at the event. And, and she just said, we are not like other people. We are scrapbookers. This is what our job is. And every memory you record is going to be so precious later. So if that piece of paper speaks to you and makes you want to create then buy the piece of paper and don't let anyone tell you you have enough if it's just what makes you record that memory well that's what's important because as she says and very much in her class right now stop the blur is that it's really easy to forget and it's really important to find a way to document and maybe sometimes we 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 do a page that is over the top because we want to and maybe it's a page that really is a pocket page where we've just put in some details. Mm-hmm. And either way it's okay. Yeah. Because either way, one, you're feeling creatively fulfilled, but two, you are documenting that moment. That's right. And that's that's important. There's no right or wrong with how we do it. There is no right, right or wrong.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no. Nope. And I love Stop the Blur. It is it has changed my like whole take on documenting this past year. I've been doing it faithfully for a year now. And I can say oh, it's like amazing. I look forward to it every week because for me, it's doable. Like I got overwhelmed yeah. in years past with layouts and everything else, but this is a very doable way to document my family and my life. And
1: I can't say enough good yeah, about Heidi. Hundred percent. And yeah, we do love her, and we love what you know what she has to say. And she just did a recent event with us again, and and she just talked about some painful things she's going through right now, and and talked about it's it's okay to record that too. Mm-hmm. We can record all the moments because. We can't just record, I think, the holidays and those wonderful moments, but it's really okay to record the little more painful things because generations from now will want to know all the stories, not just the best vacations and the best beach pictures, but they're going to want to know some of the struggles
0: that were in there too. Those become the most inspiring stories, I think, from our ancestors is how they overcame challenges and kind of gives I us agree. hope like, okay, if grandma did it, I can yep. do it, you know? So it's <laughs> a really good point. Um, how has, now with COVID this past year, how have your crops changed? I think you went virtual, right?
1: We did. You know, Stephanie, I will tell you, we were at an event the weekend the world shut down. We. Where we landed, and within the two and a half hours, we were on a plane, and we were in Moncton, New Brunswick, which is the farthest east and you know farthest east we go in Canada. And we got off the plane to find out all the schools in Ontario were closed on Monday, all workplaces were closed. I mean, everything was. And then five minutes later, the medical officer of health in New Brunswick put out an announcement that no gatherings over 150 people and and it was a little scary. I mean, that was mm-hmm. a scary weekend because I you know, immediately left the airport. We went to the hotel. We had a meeting. We talked about all the different protocols we would, we would want them to follow for our guests and that w- what we would follow. And thankfully, I'd packed half a suitcase of, um, of hand sanitizer and wipes that I had been lucky to find my husband had found for me just literally the day before. And, and we knew that weekend it was going to change. And there was so much love in that room mm. that weekend and so many tears as we said goodbye because we, you know, said to people, no hugs. Um, we're just going to try and keep it as, as, I guess, non-contact as we can, which I'm going to tell you when we'd been there nine years in a row, you make really good friends. Oh, yes. So that was really hard. And, and we got, we came home from that weekend and we knew something really special had happened in, in the midst of what the fear, I think we all were starting to feel. We were all together. And I think anybody attended that event, I don't think we'll forget the beautiful feelings in that room. And we got home and of course I'm driving the highway to come home and there is nobody on it. And it was, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think everybody can remember that experience of looking around going, This is, this is crazy. But then we all thought it's two, three weeks and then we're good. Yeah. So, so for the two, three weeks, I like so many people sat and watched Netflix. I was working on an issue. We canceled an upcoming, two upcoming events and I learned to make bread. (laughs) I've never made bread and I, I bought the yeast. I found the yeast. I was on this hunt for the yeast and, and then three weeks turned into six weeks. And the reality was, this is not changing. So when half your business really is events, and suddenly that is going to change, I was very worried for the business Mm -hmm. and thought, how will we do this? How will we keep our communities thriving? How will we do this? And um, Stephanie from Bella Boulevard reached out, and I talked with Ginger Nelson, who does another event in the US, and then another Alice Ball, who does one in Canada, and, you know, what was amazing is we are all event organizers and we all kind of came together, you know, me as a conduit with each of them and talked about what the challenges are, how will we do this? And I think we we just talked over a lot of ideas and and then I woke up May long weekend here in Canada to the idea that there would be a huge second wave in September. So all we canceled all of our fall events. And then the next day I kind of, had a very long shower (laughs) and came out of the shower saying, I think we could take this virtually. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to find the way. And my next call, it was holiday Monday, was to Vicky to say, okay, Vic, what do you think? And then I called Virginia and I called Jess and I called Nicole and I I called my whole Crop and Crate team and said, are you with me? It could be wonderful or it's going to be a bust. I don't know what, how to do this, but I'm going to figure it out. And then I reached out to Jennifer Tryon, uh, who, funny enough, we met at a trade show years ago, only to discover we live two blocks apart. Oh, wow. And she has a full, she was a former Toronto news reporter uh, with, with international news and she has a full studio. She, and we just talked about what is the possibility that we could come together in her studio and maybe host an event and So by the end of the week, I think we had a pretty good idea. And then I reached out to our our partners that we purchased product from and said, "Okay, I think we're going to try this. And I have many that I focus group. Anytime we're doing a new idea, we do a great focus group. And I reached out. So I think I probably spent about 50 hours on the phone um, trying to determine, is this a viable option? Mm -hmm. And everything said, "Just, just do it. Just, just open it up. And if 200 come, that's amazing. If 300 come, oh my gosh, I'm going to blow my mind. And so we opened it. And within five days, 900. Wow. <laughs> 900 signed up. And... You want to talk about that moment of being completely overwhelmed when you have to send an email out that says we're actually closing registration five days early because this is now a very scary number. (laughs) That's a lot. We usually had our, we do seven crop and create events across Canada in person and we see anywhere from a thousand to 1100 between the seven events every year. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is like an entire year in one. Yeah. So well, it shows that so people we just, needed that at this time, they, right? They did. They were so the the feedback we got was just how excited people were when we all realized this wasn't a month or two. I think everybody was very excited to have something to look forward mm-hmm. to. And here in Canada, I I appreciate the government shut us down very quickly and shut our borders quickly and And I appreciate that because it's the spread was not as devastating. However, it just meant everybody was incredibly isolated. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, let's see how this translates. Let's take our model. Let's tweak it a little bit and let's see. And the first event was incredible. It was, I did not know if we could feel people the way we feel them at an event. And I know that sounds weird. You know, we don't physically feel them, but just the energy, their passion, would we, and could we give it back to them? And I, it was amazing. We could feel every minute of them. And so uh, we put on the best event we could, we had, you know, one or two tiny sound issues, a few things that were like, we could do this better. But I think doing it in a professional studio was really good because that made that part of the work really easy. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to, I am not IT I'm not an IT girl that scares the pants off me. So (laughs) it was nice that someone else had a partner to handle that. And I could just really focus on, we started a Facebook group in the July. And what I didn't realize was how amazing this private Facebook group would be. And we, as we were getting product in, we'd post pictures and that would get people excited. And then when we're packing the boxes, there would be walls of boxes and And anybody who knows me knows this all happened in my house. Oh, (laughs) my goodness. All of this, And I do not live in a large home by any means. So we would have like literally floor to ceiling, two rows deep boxes. And then it was there's UPS with a, a truck full of the boxes. And I'd upload that picture. And then the first box landed and someone took a picture of it on their porch. And everybody was like, oh, my gosh, the box landed. Well, it has now become, now that we've done these four events, the porch pictures. And so maybe it's not on your porch, but it's going to be, where is the box going to live in your scrap space, like in your crafty space? But oh my gosh, we get children on top of the boxes, pictures. We get pictures of dogs and cats. And, and we have this one woman from the UK. And this was actually, well, I'll tell you the story, from the UK. And she literally carried this nine pound box on the tube. Down in front of Buckingham Palace and then took a picture of her box in oh, front of Buckingham I Palace with this that. little statue of the queen. I mean, it was <laughs> so And the cute. reality was we could now bring this crop and create experience to people around the world. And we had Mexico and Bolivia and the UK and Australia and Spain. And and it just became this incredible, collaborative, beautiful community. And I realized really quickly that that's what we all needed. Yeah. And so many have thanked us all along the way. I mean, the thank yous uh, were overloaded with that. And I keep, I always throw it back and say, we needed this as much as you needed this. Yeah. You know, we needed purpose. And I love what I do. And people have offered me the opportunity to do this in a different way. And they trusted, you know, so many of our alumni trusted. And what's beautiful now is when someone, comes to an event that's new and they'll say, this is my first one. The alumni that come out and say, oh my gosh, you have no idea the weekend you're in for. It's it's just going to be amazing. So, so fun. It has been a truly a gift. It, there's no other word. It's it, I'm incredibly grateful. I'm humbled. And after we did that first event, it was like, okay team, are you ready? Let's do some more. And at our first event, Uh, Libby Hickson from Hero Arts had done and Jill from Close to My Heart had done these really great stamp demonstrations and they had each of those companies had put a stamp set in the box and I saw the way people responded to that so you know that moment of okay if I have 10 seconds of courage it's one of my favorite lines from the movie We Bought a Zoo if I had 10 seconds of courage what would you do and so I, I made the first call to Gina K of Gina K Designs and said Gina who is a good friend, I want to do a card event, focused just on card making. And she's like, I'm in. And then I literally messaged, you know, Jen Shirkus from Lawn Fawn, who's a good friend, and Becky Moore from PhotoPlay, who does say it with stamps. And I just systematically went to all of my friends, and most of them I have on text, and said, I have an idea. Can we talk? And they were like, yes, of course, because we all had lots of time. (laughs) You know, let's talk. And and we came up with the idea to do a card event and let's bring lots of the card making companies that we work with and let's do something different. And the amazing thing about that was how many new people came to us because they wanted to take a class with Gino or mm-hmm. with Jen Shirkus or with Libby. And, and that was kind of amazing because many of them were like, what? There's a magazine. Who are you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't And you think you've, we've penetrated. We think we've penetrated the market. Well, we clearly had not. So it offered us an incredible exposure and a window into just card makers and what they wanted. And the event was, we had 1,200 sign up for that event, which again, we cut it after five days and said, okay, that's enough. That's a lot. Did we know that we would kit 148,000 pieces into those boxes? No, Uh, no, we didn't have really any idea but just it came together really well and we loved the experience. We had eight companies join us and they had a great experience and and we said well this is really awesome and we did another paper crafting event in April and then we just did uh, an event in June which was our create and inspire event which, was with the American Crafts Designers. Mm-hmm. And this was supposed to be a huge, the biggest event we'd ever done for 350 people in Toronto in May 2020. And of course, that was the first one to get moved. We moved it to September 2020, thinking, still we can do it in person. It's going to be fine. Well, then we moved it to June 2021 in person. But in November, realized we probably aren't going to be able to get into a room altogether. So we took that virtual and again, it was just even a, a different kind of event, um, and it was another wonderful one. So yeah, I come away from it with so much gratitude that people trusted us and have jumped on. And the fact that we've got to meet so many new people that has opened up our world. I think our card event had ten, people from 10 different countries in it. That's incredible. That was amazing.
0: Yeah. I think you've just made it accessible to everyone who maybe they couldn't travel to Canada in the past. Now, anyone around the whole world, you've created this community of people who can come together from every single country, which is just neat that uh, you can see how much people wanted it when they signed up so fast. They
1: just just love to have something to look forward to, but then they're also getting a giant box of (laughs) products. It was always a card making event was eight pounds of stamps and dyes and, and fun. And then the next, the April event was, I think it was 10 pounds. That box was 10 pounds and it is just full of surprises. And in there, we, we just layer it and they have to open it a certain way, even when we do our unboxing. And that was the cutest thing. Our very first event, I said to people, listen, I don't love surprises. I might actually open that box but I just don't want you to share it. Don't share it in the group and let's do an unboxing event and see if you can test yourselves. And oh my gosh, the pictures of people wrapping their box in chains or, Aww, or husbands cute. holding it over their head and their wives couldn't reach. I mean, this was the, this has been the fun of the groups and where I think it's been such a positive space that people check into to say, okay, what box has landed? Who's doing what? What's And the teachers are all in there and they're commenting. And it just has really become this wonderful group. So, it's uh, yeah, it, it it has my heart. That's for sure. This fall, of course, we said, well, we still can't get together, so let's let's launch three events. We're going to do a card event in October. We're doing another paper crafting event in November, and then I said, let's do a let's do a one day holiday event because that will be so fun. Thinking, I remember ordering products from Echo Park way in advance, saying. Okay, I'm going to order 500 of these and they needed to know because they were having the product manufactured and I'm like, well, and and if, you know, by some chance we, we don't need them all, it's okay. We'll we'll use them in our sampler subscription. That will be fun. Well, I didn't really understand that in 6 days, you know, 1400 people would sign up for that event. 1200 and we'd them all on the same day. Amazing. I wanted everybody to know what we were doing and and I didn't want to hit everybody with a registration month after month after month, I said, let's just do it early. Let's tell you what we're doing. We had extensive payment options so that if people needed to, you know, really take those mm-hmm. payments out for a long time, that was okay. And I mean, in six days, 2,400 signed up for the our card event, you know, 1,200 for the paper crafting and 1,400 for the, um, for the holiday event. Just so
0: incredible.
1: Yeah. You're onto we, something uh, for sure. <laughs> We have our work cut out for us. In fact, right now our team is kidding over at our commercial unit because suddenly this hat now had to move out of my home. Oh, absolutely! (laughs) No way! I bet your husband was glad to hear that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, because everything would get carried downstairs, and you know, when you're carrying (sighs) forty pound boxes, and I'm now fifty one, I'm like, okay. That probably is not what we should be doing. That's a so, lot.
0: Well, it was the right time to grow. Yeah, absolutely. And I just think you are just known in the industry for bringing people together, whether that's, you know, brands or readers or crafters, like the whole crafting industry. I feel like you're just there at the center and you, you know, just bringing everyone together and building those connections and relationships. So
1: just congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I've always said our role is that of a circle we are there to complete the circle. So I wear a necklace, a diamond circle around my neck every day as a reminder that that's the role. Much like as a mother, I have that role in my family. But in business, I feel like that's our role in this industry is to bring together the consumer, the retailer, and the manufacturer uh, in, in as special a way as we can. And there is another idea brewing that is going to bring all those together <laughs> in that uh, 2022. Oh. So that's, that's something that we're just doing all of our homework on oh, right now. Oh, I can't now. wait to hear! And I'm excited because it will be it'll be special. It'll be different from our, you know, an
0: event, and it will be special. So I'm excited. That is wonderful. So people on your website can sign up to receive your emails so that they can get notified of that, yes. right? Um,
1: yes, absolutely.
0: While we're on that topic, why don't you share where people can find you with your website, um, Instagram?
1: Sure. Yep. Uh, at SCT Magazine on Instagram. Uh, and then on YouTube as well at SCT Magazine. And then on our website is scrapbookandcards.com. And Facebook is just scrapbook and cards today.
0: Tell us when your next SCT issue comes out. When would that one be?
1: Um, so the summer one is on Friday, the 18th. Uh, and then the June 18th. And then the September one. So it's always the third week of really when the seasons change. Okay. So the next one is September, uh, and then the first week of December. We obviously back that one up a little bit. So it's the the third week of March, the third week of June, the third week of September, and then the first week, the first Friday in December. It's always on a Friday, um, and... Again, that way everybody knows exactly what day it's, and it goes on our website at 10 a.m. Good
0: to know. And, well, I know and, when we get yeah. them here at Scrapbook, they they go fast. So <laughs> um, you, you can add that to your order. You know, you get one free yes. with your purchase if you put that into your cart. And so, yeah, they do go quickly. But like I said, you've, you've got to get one. You've got to be able to feel <laughs> it. It's just a beautiful, high-quality
1: magazine with so much inspiration. Well thank you and we are incredibly grateful to scrapbook.com. you distribute 6000 copies of this magazine for us and you know yes people can choose as a, as a gift with purchase but because you are shipping all around the world it makes it so much easier for us to put it inside a box so that people around the world will get it whereas from Canada that would cost us $22 an issue to Oh shop. wow So I think it's been such a wonderful partnership. And not to mention, I just love you guys. Yeah, well, we love you (laughs) too. You know, the the few times I've been in the office, it's just, I love Jess Harrington and I loved meeting Drexel McCain. And and, uh, you know what? The amazing part, and I know I'm just, I'm going to go off topic for a second with you, but the amazing part when I came to scrapbook.com was everybody was so happy. The culture at scrapbook.com is something you don't see in many places. We, I know we had a full tour of the warehouse and everybody smiled at us, waved at us. You know, Someone introduced themselves. And when I introduced myself back, they're like, oh my gosh, I love, we love when the magazine comes. And it was so welcoming. And just, you could tell there's just, it, people truly love being there it's and true. we loved being there. Yeah,
0: it's, uh, I may be we, biased. But it's a great space. But it's a special place. Yeah, we do. We have just great colleagues and just we all we love being here every day and and working with each other. So, it's fun. You're going to have yeah. to come out and visit again when you're able. So, we can't wait to have Absolutely as back. soon as these
1: borders are open, I cannot wait to travel again and I know that uh, that will be there and I will be heading to Utah as well and visiting with so many of our partners there. I'm excited. That will I'm excited. be fun. I'm excited for What the future holds. We've got a few fun ideas. We're working on a new subscription that will launch um, later in October and we'll start in January. And I think it's just there's been there's so many possibilities. Yeah. And so I keep looking for the opportunities to to just reach more people, grow more communities. And uh, it truly is a joy. It really is. It is. And I
0: just love how you pivoted during this time. You know, if we can always just look for a new way to pivot when we can't do what we used to do, it opens up doors. And you've done such a great job of that. Before we go, we, we have one last yeah. question for you that we like to ask okay. our guests. And it is, what is the most meaningful handmade creation that you have made or received?
1: I would, well, I think there's, there's, I think giving scrapbooks to our children those are really meaningful gifts that we give them. When we make a card, I think those are are great gifts. One of the ones I remember that I I did six or seven years ago was my daughter was heading off to university. And, you know, that's our first, that was our first one going off and it was way harder on mom and dad. It was on her. And I remember finding this beautiful multi photo Umbra frame at, um, I, I don't even know where I found it, but I found this frame and I thought, I want to do something. And Vicky had recently had done a mini book with some Heidi Swap product that was just beautiful. I don't wonder last or I, I forget even what the collection was, but it was just beautiful colors and textures. And I created this frame that was almost part scrapbook, part mm-hmm. frame, pulled out images, you know, of her and mom and dad with her and her dog. And, you know, just and I just did this frame for her. And it came together so fast because I think it was, it just, the idea came and, and she loved taking that away with her. Of course, she's come back and it still hangs on her wall. And it was just, that was a meaningful one. And received, I've been on the receiving end of many, 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 many. Our readers and our alumni, our event attendees are so kind So when it was our 15th birthday, what I did not know is that my right hand, Jen Walker, and I'm going to give her a big shout out because she has been with me since day one. And we just, we talk every day, multiple times through email, but we make sure we connect by phone every day to talk about, you know, just what's urgent, what do we got to do? And and she deals with all my crazy. (laughs) She definitely handles me well and all the ideas that I throw at her. But she sent an email out to all of our alumni, event alumni, um, telling them it was our 15th birthday. So you can just not even imagine the hundreds of beautiful handouts that came to the office. And some of them had two-page letters typed in them of just what our events have meant to them, um, just what the magazine has meant to them over the years, how long they've been reading. Um, and it was, I mean, I would open some of them that just would make you want to cry because they're just beautiful. And you, you know, you know, you've touched people's lives when they give up the time to make something handmade. And I think that, that just whether you're giving a card, if you think it's not important or you're making a scrapbook page, oh, it's so important. And they just make people feel very warm. They do. Those are things you'll
0: treasure forever. I'm sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, that is neat. Well, I am so grateful. I could just sit here and talk to you all day. Um, you have Uh, so much to offer. And again, we just have loved um working with you over the years at scrapbook.com and just
1: appreciate all that you've done for our crafting community. So thank you. Well, and thanks to scrapbook.com for all that you do and all the innovative uh product you have and all the resources. I love, there's been many times, I mean, as much product as I I receive, I have definitely shopped on scrapbook.com and I love the moment I buy something that an email comes out that says, you bought this product, let us show you all the different ways you can use that or, or inspire you to use it. And I think there's been just so much love put into your site and to what you all do to keep so many crafting around the world that the kudos come right back to you guys that, you know, again, we all work together and, and it's a beautiful thing. And our readers and your customers are the same person. And I love that they can be inspired in so many ways and from so many teachers and from so many of the guests that you've had on here. I mean, I love this podcast and I love listening to it. And I giggled all the way along with the one with Lale and Vicky, oh because my goodness, that was yeah, fun. I mean, they're the two <laughs> that I've known in the industry yes. the longest and, and have taught with me so much and we've spent so much time together and it was just them and it was so cute and um, you know and I love Amy Tan and I love you know Paige Evans and you know we're all good friends and it's nice too it was so nice to hear their stories.
0: Well thank you so much Catherine it's been a pleasure to speak with you today and we look forward to the next issue that'll be coming out shortly for SBT. Again, we want to thank Catherine for joining us today and for all of the inspiration she gives to crafters all around the world. If you want to know more about the items we discussed, please visit our show notes at scrapbook.com slash podcast. You can also shop scrapbook.com where you can find over 40,000 unique items and is the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at Scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super-fast shipping. You'll also benefit from nearly 200,000 real product reviews from crafters like you. You'll find endless inspiration and meaningful connection in the Scrapbook.com forum and gallery, and you can even take free online classes, too be sure to subscribe to the life handmade podcast in your favorite app and enjoy our other episodes please consider leaving a review for the podcast as it will help other crafters like you to find it We may read your review on an upcoming episode like Vicki L who writes, I have been binge listening and the stories takeaways for life and connecting is so uplifting and inspirational. Not only are there tips and ideas about a variety of creative mediums, but the sense of community and deep friendships come through loud and clear. Whether you have been creating for decades or just starting out, you will be energized by how and what you can do and how this industry can truly help you to be a better person and connect with yourself and others. I hope this podcast continues for a very long time. Thank you to scrapbook.com for presenting this program. Thank you, Vicki, for taking the time to leave us a review. We so appreciate it. Happiness is life handmade. I drive
1: of eccentric